Four Midwest Guys presents... Captain Marvel Review. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Four Midwest Guys Presents Captain Marvel Review. Oh, my God, we've got three of us together. I don't know how we got our schedules to uh, to Doesn't collide. happen very often. Yeah, apparently it's... didn't get the uh, black shirt memo, though. Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> I am... Uh... As long as it's not red at Kings Island, I'll be just fine. So um, anyway, um, <laughs> with that said, here I am, your host, B. Willie, and with me today is Mr. Brian Ankebar. Hey, what's up, what's up? And the Dirty Jay-Z. I'm back. Hey. <laughs> Welcome back, John. And you lost your arms there into the graphic. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh you're feeling her up. Look at that. Oh, no. right. <laughs> Doesn't quite work, did it? <laughs> I'm trying to get my rogue on. <laughs> your rogue on? All right, then. Enough with the guy, stupid guy jokes. Uh, <laughs> we're here to review Captain Marvel. And uh, as always with our movie reviews, we will give you a uh, brief uh, uh, non-spoiler section. So um, so it's just real quick, guys, in the non-spoiler section of this. Is it worth seeing, uh, Brian? Uh, yes. Okay. It doesn't matter if you see it in a theater or on your TV. Okay. But it's worth seeing. It's definitely worth seeing. Okay. John, what do you think? It's a good time. Yeah, I'd say it's a fun one to go check out. Yeah, I agree. It was definitely fun, and um, I'd say it's pro it's probably worth a view in the theater just for the special effects. I mean, for anyone that still has like a, a any second uh, second run theater still around, because our Midwest second run theater is sadly no more. No more when it will now be a Duke Power Station or something. Yeah. So. Jerks. Yeah, it is. But yeah, it would, it's definitely worth a view. Uh, what did you guys think about the uh, CGI effects? Uh, I'll start off. I think it was, it was a solid eight and a half for me, not a nine. What did you think, Brian? Um, I'll go seven. Seven? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. it was it was nothing earth-shattering or stuff we haven't seen in other Marvel movies, but yeah, it's right on, stayed right on par. Right on par. Okay. What did you think, John? Yeah, you know, you got $200 million to blow. It looked pretty good for $200 million. I'll say about uh, an eight. <laughs> an a eight. solid eight. Okay. That's fair. Uh, action scale, I'll give it a good uh, good eight. Uh, John? What do you yeah, think? Seven to eight's fair. Seven to eight. Okay. Uh, I'll, actually, I'll, Sorry. when we get into spoilers later, I'll say one sequence definitely will put it more towards the eight category for me. Bumps it up towards the eight. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Brian? Um, six, seven. Six or seven. seven. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. It's yeah. no Fury Road. It's no Fury yeah. Road. <laughs> no Fury Road. Well, that's of true. We, of course, we can't all be That's a good... true. I just rated it higher, way higher. Although of course, I... it can't be a two-hour action scene, though. Of course, if you're going to bring up Fury Road, it does have a better plot, because they do just go do more than go down a road and come back. I'm just saying. There's anyway. more than that. <laughs> <laughs> There's more than that. They insert water. The debate continues. <laughs> um, Never ends. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Speaking of story and plot, John, what would you think? Um, it was it was good. It was you know serviceable. You know, nice popcorn flick. It's about six, six to seven. Six to seven. Yeah, yeah. Brian. Yeah, think? I mean it was right right in the middle for me. Yeah. Um, it's no three billboards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right. It is not three billboards. I, it it was. I mean, it was a story that had to be told so that she could be in Avengers Endgame. Yeah. So. It, it works for you. Yeah. Yeah. For anybody keeping track, these are like older episodes. So definitely go through our old history to see if we've uh, reviewed these in the past. <laughs> That's true. Very true. Callbacks. Callbacks. <laughs> little inside jokes. Um, also, um, yeah, as far as story plot for me, I'll, uh, I liked it for the tie-in. So I'll, I'll bump it up to an eight. I would have said seven, but the, the tie-ins really help with the rest of the movies. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in the spoiler section. Um, all right, guys. So, Brian, what do you think? Best Marvel movie yet? Worst Marvel movie yet? Or somewhere in the middle? Uh, no, not the best. No, not the worst. But it's probably in my bottom bottom pack. You in the lower tier yeah. of them of the Marvel movies? Yeah. Okay. What do you think, John? You know, no, it's not. It's not near the worst for me. It's not. It's not near the best. I'd say, yeah, middle. Middle's about fair. Yeah, you know, I, I'm going to agree with that. I agree with both. It's better than two of the three Thor movies, I'll say that. Yeah. Um, I, I liked Ragnarok, though. I really did. That's why I said two of two the of three. three. <laughs> oh, I, like the, I like the first one. And I like the, the first one. one and the third one. I didn't one, like yeah. the second one. So. That's definitely <clears throat> near the bottom. I think the yeah. second one's second definitely one's... the bottom of the MCU. second one's just, just bad. Um, it's naked. Evil trolls and yeah. space trolls. And naked Stellan Skarsgård. <laughs> 
that too all right um <laughs> for me it's right in the middle i'll agree with both you guys you know i it's definitely not the best it's definitely not the worst but it's it's right in the middle and uh it it serves its purpose and um it's kind of a neat view to go back in time as since we've been kind of going forward this whole time so this is kind of like a almost a prequel i'll, I'll break the word and use it um you know so i think it, it works um I think timeline wise, Middle it's like the, the like the second one, like because it goes Captain America, First Avengers, like timeline wise, the first right. one. And I think this is the second. Is that about right? Um, yeah, I think you're right so far because we yeah. got like aspects of Guardians of the Galaxy taking mm -hmm. place maybe before it, but the rest of the movies later. So that's yeah. There's no 80s. The X Men went to the 80s, but Marvel has not gone to the 80s or anything. Yeah, right no, we're, no, no, we're not going to talk about Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Days of Future Past was good. But Days of Future Past was great. Anyway, but this is not an X-Men podcast. This is a uh, no. Captain Marvel podcast. But it's a Marvel podcast. <laughs> it is Marvel. <laughs> and they all are under the Disney branch again. They are. Yes, so, Mickey's uh, Thanos glove is almost complete. Almost complete. The, the McFinity gauntlet. Ha, ha, ha. I'm just, I just got kicked out of Disneyland. All right. Uh, <laughs> so that will conclude our non-spoiler section. So from this point on, it is a spoiler review uh so if you haven't seen the movie yet uh pause us go watch the movie and come back so from here on out you've been warned uh spoiler alert i won't play my sound effect or anything cool uh um, oh my god that's we're just first for me we're just gonna call it spoilers <laughs> <from this point. laughs> hey i like my stuff anyway <clears throat> so guys let's talk about uh so um let's talk with uh you know Jude what? law let's talk about him no, I, was, I, was, I, was I, was make, I was gonna make my little joke about how uh, it was very bold for the final third act to just basically be Thanos's colonoscopy as a layout for Ant Man. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> um, all right, so that's a lot of purple mess. Anyway, oh, <laughs> uh, so many jokes, not enough time. All right, so let's, <laughs> so Jude Law. Now. Speaking of Jude Law and scrotum rectal tracks uh, wow. no i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i actually like jude law in this he, he uh like jude he, law. he always surprises me i never think he's gonna be that good in anything he does and then he turns around and surprises me a little bit so so then you should probably think he's gonna be very good that i should that, yeah. yeah i guess um but i i don't know when i hear his name i'm just kind of like yeah watching talented mr ripley must have been fun with you i think it was i think it's uh, it's uh um what is it the, that band we used to have he looks like that one guy um to me the lead singer in the night speaking of 90s music and 90s theme um hmm. he looks like a lead singer from 90s band yeah i can't remember uh, it'll come to me i don't know maybe he's on bush. the soundtrack to this bush gavin rosdale yeah he looks like gavin rosdale to me so yeah. maybe that's why I, I have that preconception um <laughs> uh i don't know anyway um but yeah i thought jude law's performance was uh pretty well done i thought he played uh played a pretty good villain you know even though he was a kind of a good guy he's like it's a friend not quite the villain until the end right spoiler alert but still um yeah i thought he did overall what you guys think brian yeah i mean i thought he played his played his role mm -hmm. i mean um like you said you didn't find out he was the villain until the very end of the movie yeah so you're kind of like you know like you kind of have a, an inkling for it, you know, part yeah. of the way through, and you're like, something's not right. Well, even, but even when he he goes completely bad, it's like you can still tell that he he cares about her, or, mm -hmm. or there's some sort of attraction, or there's a connection right? connection just, there. You know, like a mentor thing is what I kind of saw there. A little you bit. Know? Well, because like that always started out like in the beginning is like, you have to hold back, you have to not use your powers in order to beat me. He's like, and then. I like how they tie that in the end that she just basically blasts the shit out of him and just goes, I don't have to prove anything to you. Yeah, which was pretty funny, actually. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It is kind of a mentor thing. Yeah. But, it, you know, there's kind of an attraction there, too. I think it's kind of that weird kind of thing. I don't know, master and apprentice kind of sort of thing. But um, what do you think of uh, overall, John? He's it, good. I mean, I always like Jude Law. I always get excited when I hear, you know, a new actor coming in to the MCU. Because I think, like, what is it? They pretty much have how much of hollywood in their rolodex now with this yeah you know? i mean and they have very few misfires that's that's the thing that yeah. i just have a hard time well, getting over they, they you know. know how to like like they know how to get the oscar nominees and winners like literally brie larson was given this role right after she won her oscar for uh for room 
in like yeah. 2016. Right. <clears throat> I mean, I know they got the Disney mantle and they got the power of the the mouse, of they do. but yeah. um, they've got they've got money to spare. <laughs> right. But I don't know. They 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 always seem to nail the narrative of whatever the movie they're going for. And like I said, they've had so many non misses. It's they take for the number of yeah. movies that they've done. It's uh it's incredible, really. There there is a certain amount of care that they put into it. That's and I think that's what shines through with all the MCU films. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and I don't know if that's Feige or not, or if that's somebody it's underneath Feige. Definitely or, Feige. You yeah. know, he's if he's the producer for all this, he's had a clear vision for him from like Iron Man on. Mm. So. Let's talk about the AI, the the real, I guess, main. Jude was great in AI. <laughs> <laughs> not that AI. Um, I like the fact that they made the AI kind of the main villain in a way. It was an interesting twist, especially using the likeness of Marvel the same character as the good guy, the bad guy kind of thing. What'd you think of all that, Brian? Yeah. I mean, I thought it was an interesting twist cause we didn't really see, um, the AI in guardians of the galaxy. No, which we, is interesting. We, yeah. We really just saw like Ronan being the, the, the bad guy, the bad guy. And mm-hmm. he was basically like, he was in charge of the Kree. Right. You thought he was the leader. And then in this one, we find out there's an AI and that he reports. And to. He, yeah. That he reports mm-hmm. to them. I was like, Oh, yeah, he's not the big bad. He's not the which makes Guardians of the Galaxy even worse. Well, I don't know. That... <laughs> like, he's not even the bad guy. Like, he's not yeah. even the main bad guy. I so just find out he's just like Milton from Office Space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, have you seen my Gabler? <laughs> have you have you seen my giant hammer? <laughs> it does beg a question. Oh man, I can't keep my serious face on. Thinking of the stapler. You got us both back, so there's no my, way you're going to have a serious face. My stapler, my stapler, man. I, I burn it down. I swear to God. Um. All right, so. It does beg a question. It does bring up an interesting point. Is by the time we get to Guardians of the Galaxy, then has Ronan gone rogue from the AI because he's kind of going on his own power quest for the one of the power stones. Yeah, so, I mean, so. true. I mean, it could could be, or it could be that he just got rid of the AI. Yeah, or point. or because we don't see it at the very end when when Captain America Cap, when Captain Marvel breaks Captain out of America. the AI, did it? Did she bust the? Yeah, did bust, she bust yeah, the AI? AI possible yeah. i mean it definitely gives the motivations for ronin but at this point in the timeline he's dead so yeah who cares <laughs> and he, he's got he's he's and he says he's gonna come back for of course he's dead by the time if they ever want to do a sequel too which we'll get into i guess a little bit yeah we'll, we'll get into later. the mcu and how people stay dead in comics later <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, so let's talk about the uh the whole uh kree and the uh, scroll war and that whole twist you know you, you start off one way and i know I, I was telling, we were talking about this beforehand, and when I was, I was like, I keep saying about the Kree, and I'm like, Don't, is this another species? Because in every. Why does that name sound so Yeah, familiar? because, and, you know, in the TV series, they're the bad guys, and in Guardians of the, the Galaxy, Galaxy, they're the bad yeah. guys, and I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And wait a minute, Jude Law's not blue, so maybe it's not the Kree, maybe I'm thinking of a different species. You know, I'm, I'm rolling yeah. through all this stuff in my head. And then, and then you see the, the then you see the black guy with the gray beard. The gray you're beard, like, wait, you're like, wait. Jai, Jai Hansu, yeah. 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 Wait, you're like, wait a minute. Exactly. I know he was a bad guy in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's the one that fought Star-Lord. Right. Right. We see him right in the beginning, yeah. he's. I mean, and why is it every time I do a, like a, a GIF search and I want to put a who with a question mark, he never pops up. I must be having like the wrong GIFs on there. Yeah. It's like, so we know he's in there. Right. Um, and I just want to say this real quick. Like, speaking of the 90s, if you were to tell us in the 90s we would be having this much of a discussion between two factions called Cree and Skrull right now, <laughs> <laughs> All we, right. we would pants ourselves. <laughs> uh, what's, what's, all right, guys, what do you think's better, Cree or Skrull? Are you talking about the bands? <laughs> huh? <laughs> anyway for those listening i just made a empty-headed 90s teenager face <laughs> but i really enjoyed this whole twist i enjoyed i really like ben ben mendelson ben mendelson 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 thank yeah, you god his performance was it, like that was what sold me it was really good because you know every movie he's in rogue one every other major movie he's in i can't think of the other ones he always plays the bad guy <laughs> He's always the villain. Mm-hmm. So when you start off seeing him in that, you're like, oh, okay, that's definitely the bad guys. I must have my yeah. my switches mixed up on the Kree thing. Or... But you give him a kid and a sad backstory, and, and now... He really ran with that, though. Yeah, I thought no, he, he was excellent. You get to see like a whole other side of his you know, acting mm-hmm. range here. Yeah, Brian, what'd you think of Ben? Yeah, I, mean, I thought, again, everybody played their part well. I thought he... He, you know, he played yeah. his role, and he thought he was the bad guy. And then he turns out to be like a comedian. He's yeah. almost a comic relief in some some mess. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's still badass in his own. Yeah. But 
yeah i thought it was really well done um all right so let's talk about brie um captain marvel herself captain marvel herself um i don't think yeah i it's hard to say but i don't think they could have picked anybody better i thought she took on the mantle she took on the character she presented the character she presented herself as a as a rogue warrior as the the little bit of a tomboy, a little bit of a, you know, an ass kicker, um, fearless, um, in the whole back and forth between trying not to be human and trying to be, uh, Cree. And then, but the whole time she's just really being human the whole time. And, and she's fighting, she's trying to fight that at, at the beginning and how she evolves into being that person again and discovering herself again. I thought the whole, she captured that really, really well. Uh, what do you think, John? Brie is uh, Brie Larson's a fantastic actress. Like, mm-hmm. I remember her being on the radar for like her first movie, uh, Short Term Twelve, back in like 2012. And yeah, then she got in Room. I remember seeing that. I thought, man, she's really good in this movie. And then yeah. immediately they announced her as Captain Marvel. I'm like, you know, everything I know about her that makes sense because she's Brie Larson, like the uh the person that you see on like interviews and social media she's definitely someone who stands up for what she believes in like when in the oscars when she had to announce best actor like the year after she won and it went to casey affleck she was like you can visibly see her not applauding because she knew all this stuff about him right so like she was she's definitely someone that stands up for her beliefs so she's she's got a lot of the traits of the ass-kicking rebellious hero to her so yeah i I don't know what do you think brian um, I I think anybody would have done what she did. What she did. Okay. I, I, but that's that's the good part about being the you know for the, your good actresses or actors mm-hmm. is they can step in any role and do it. I think that's what she did. She took mm-hmm. what was given to her and made it her own. I thought it was it was fine. I think that anybody else, yeah, probably would have done the same thing and we'd be having the same conversation saying, oh, they did a great job, right? Because I think it was all based on the way it was written. I didn't think she. There was several spots where I didn't feel like she delivered the line the best way possible it felt kind of like you think it felt downplayed like, like downplayed a little okay but i still i still overall, like, well, overall like, I still, well we're in the spoiler section which lines well i can't off the top of my head i'm not i don't know which lines <laughs> I've only just, seen it there once, were a couple but, scenes you got there was that just a couple scenes where i just kind of felt like she was like i felt like she was reading a cue card more so than oh, okay being in the movie you know what i mean like it just mm-hmm. kind of felt that way for me oh, I've, I've been, trust me i've been on set where i've seen people reading off of cue cards yeah it just, kind of, <laughs> just kind of just kind of felt that way and i was like okay like it was just like hmm it's like porn acting fuck me so hard so hard okay that's all i got <laughs> the, the one thing i could tell you is interesting that when a person doesn't quite know their lines yeah they'll improv a lot more yeah and i didn't quite get that from her but you know she like i said I, check her out in room check her out in short term 12 she's very very good she's got a great range to her i thought she did really well and it might have maybe it was a uh, a promo stunt but when they first cast her the first thing you know she put a picture on twitter and she's laying down there she's, she's reading captain comics. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's reading a captain marvel comic so yeah. I don't know. Maybe that stuck out in my mind, but I thought maybe she, you know she took a little extra care with. And you know, yeah, I, I like that too because it showed that she's not just oh hey I got a paycheck. It's hey I want to read this character. I want to read more about right. Him, you know. And again, I could just be falling for a, you know yeah nice Disney, Disney promo stunt. But... Somebody walked over with it. Hey, hold this up for a minute. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and they walked away. You know, it, it would have been it would have been worse <laughs> if they PR had her. Person said it would have been worse if they had her holding Avengers issue two hundred. <laughs> anybody ever heard? Or, or it was or, upside down. Or upside down. Yeah. Or doing one of these. Um, all right. So um, all right. So let's go into um, favorite scene, uh, John. What was your favorite scene? Um, okay, well, we were talked about it earlier with the action scale. Mm-hmm. When she's in space, like the very ending fight scene with her just like fist fighting the spaceships and just beating the shit, just like yeah. punching them one Blast at a time. Him. Like yeah. it's just all her. It's not her in a ship. It's just her flying through space. It's like, I don't think I've ever seen this before and this is kind of badass. So I was like, I got to give it up for that scene. Okay. Brian, what do you think? I was gonna say that's probably the same, the one. same one, yeah. badass yeah, scene. Um, I'm actually gonna go with the final, the whole reveal of the uh, the flurkin. Um, <laughs> it just was funny the first time. They did it one too many times, I think, but the first time when they they because everybody's like 
well, that thing's dangerous, you know. Keep the damn thing away from me. Right. They put some mask in, put a thing on it. And put the muzzle on it. And then they finally use it, and it just springs out to this big, giant, like, 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 like cracking thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a raftar, thought... it's a raftar. It's a raftar in its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I just like how Fury, Fury's just kind of holding up. Get him. You know, it's like, oh, okay. So. Um, you know, and the funny thing is, is I'll... Thanks to my Wikipedia search about what a flurkin was, <laughs> um, the the person that actually did discover what that was was another alien. It was Rocket Raccoon, because when they took, because uh, she's had Goose for like a lot of issues, and then you yeah. know he just always goes on on adventures or anything with her. Mm. It was just kind of like a little a thing, but then it wasn't. It, it, I think it's funny. Like just recently is when he said that thing's kind of dangerous, <laughs> and then they've incorporated that into the movie. Into so the that was kind of neat. Yeah, which I'm glad. As far as Captain Marvel goes, I'll say this. I'm, I'm glad they're incorporating a lot of the newer history as opposed to the older history with her. Well, that's the nice thing, you know, and it's like other genres like Star Wars. They they have all this stuff they could pick from and they should. And I think that's what Marvel's doing. They're, they're cherry picking from they're doing a 50 well. year catalog yeah. of stories. And, and thankfully uh, they know that the stuff for Captain Marvel was best in its recent years. Well, probably. There, there's some... There's some questionable stuff in her past. <laughs> There's just a bunch of well, that you know, yeah, yeah that's a, you know, that's a, things have changed. But I gotta say, like second, uh, as we were talking about favorite scenes, like my close second probably comes to when she breaks free of the AI and does like all the different montages of like her falling down and getting back up. I thought that was yeah. kind of a cool little moment there. Yeah, the, one of the scenes that didn't work work for me, and because I I didn't put this in notes, but the one and we kind of talked about it, you brought it up, John, was the whole no doubt scene. It was yeah. It was a little mistimed. Um, it didn't quite it hit weird, where I thought it would. It was a weird tone. I you know, I like, expected a little bit more comedy with that song for some reason. I didn't expect a full-on action sequence with I mean, I, I, "I'm Just a Girl." Doesn't quite. I can I can see the, I can see them juxtaposing the it like it being like a contrast to oh hey it's oh hey I'm just a girl and then just Captain watch Marvel her kick everybody out of yeah one one hand you know but, I can see that but it's just I don't know maybe it was just hearing Gwen Stefani again I, I think like, it was, damn it I thought our our hella was it uh, holla back girl days holla, were over back day girl. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Brian? What do you think of that scene overall? Anything? Yeah, I mean, well, a bunch of those scenes were just a little off time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there there were some definite scenes where the tones didn't seem to match, and I think that's kind of what kept it from like me wanting to say, "Hey, this is a lot better." Right. You know, like because I mean, I'm still excited for it. I still had mm -hmm. fun. I still want to take my daughter to see it. Sure. Um, I took mine to see it. Yeah. But yeah, she. It's just uh, there's just some of it that's just like it's it doesn't quite. Resonate in like every single scene, which right. is you know it's fine. Right. But it doesn't have you know it doesn't it, have to. Not everything's gonna work, but but it, it didn't have me just going. Really, <laughs> there's never one scene that did that. Yeah, because you brought that up in the when we were doing the the production meeting, and I was just like, you know, the more I was thinking about it, I've been rolling over mine. Like, yeah, that really didn't hit real well. You yeah. know, that was kind of one of those. I, I think one of the shows we were watching earlier might be a nice illustration of that. It was like, really. <laughs> Speaking of that kind of transition into the what worked, what didn't, um, let's talk about Nick Fury. Uh, Nick Fury in the 90s. Uh, did uh, you like it, Brian? Um, parts of it were okay. Yeah. He still had, like, some of the, some of his humor parts were good. Yeah. Um, but, like, like you were talking. Yeah. I, I had a hard time with it. I really did. Yeah. The, I was like, it's like they let Sam, it's like they took the muzzle off Sam Jackson and said, be yourself. <laughs> I was like, it's too much. Too much. That's not, not that's not Fury, you know. I, other other like than Fury. the only thing he wasn't doing was cussing, but otherwise it was just Sam Jackson being Sam Jackson. You I know, thought. it's 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 funny because like in the in the nineties, Sam Jackson was a lot more of a badass than yeah. that. But it wasn't until like recent years, like we got you know more of the toned down, mm -hmm. the the, the uh, cool, the fro zone, <laughs> you know, the cool Sam. Yeah, Sam like Bale. that's that's who we've been yeah. getting lately. It's like like he settled down, had a couple kids. Now mm -hmm. he's the the funny dad with the mm -hmm. minivan, right. which which is funny because like now Nick Fury in the '90s is that Sam Jackson, yeah, who I swear he's gonna sell us a Capital One at any moment. Uh, exactly right. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, man, this, this isn't Fury. God, which, this is know, driving me nuts. I th that yeah. kind of works because he if he's a young idealistic age. Agent. he's gonna kind of be like that he's not quite grizzled he hasn't seen the he hasn't seen the shit you know he hasn't really like i get it yeah and i know where they're going with it and they want to build up the mantle of of fury based off of this the starting point and that's everybody has to start somewhere and you never like seeing your 
what you think of your hero. It, it was kind of like the well, whole Star Wars thing, Anakin Skywalker thing. He's a whiny kid at the, when he starts out, but and then he becomes Darth Vader someday. But you know, it's that same kind of feeling. It's like, man, I don't, I didn't need to know that. <laughs> well, it's, it's like the old you know? line is like when we find out our parents are basically just you know slightly older kids. Right. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Like I was saying, it's like it took just a little bit of air out of the balloon. I don't know. What'd you think, Brian? You know, yeah, I mean, he, he was... that's what I just like. Like I said, some of his some of his humor hit. Yeah, but like other parts was like, like he seems he seems kind of scared. Like yeah, it's, it's like it was like wait, that's Nick Fury, the one that's just and Nick Fury loving on a cat. Yeah. What? Like, yeah, like what? when he was when he was know, like, I love on the cat. Well, I love like, on the cat too, but Nick Fury doesn't love on cats. What's yeah, going on? Exactly. Maybe you find out Nick Fury's a cat person. Apparently he is. He's a flirkin. He's a flirkin person. <laughs> flirkin maybe, okay, but Maybe that's maybe that's what we've just been hearing him wrong for all these years. He's not been saying motherfucker, he's been saying mother flirkin. Yeah. And speaking <laughs> mother flirkin. Mother flirkins on this mother flirkin plane. Um all right, so speaking of earlier versions, let's talk about Colson. Um, Brian, I know you had some thoughts on. Yeah, like so, like I, I really liked Colson. As you could see that he yeah. he does follow the rules, but he goes with his gut, which is what they showed in the TV show in Shield. Yeah, that he definitely he he go he'll go outside the book if he knows what he's doing is right. It's the right call. And yeah. I thought that was really cool to see that. Like, he, Rookie Colson is the he same. Was, yeah, man. and he and he and he had his moments where he was like. Um, I'm still here at the Blockbuster. Where are you guys? <laughs> Am I supposed to stay here, sir? Yeah, I mean, it was. I thought it was really good. I thought it was well placed. Yeah. Uh, unlike the Nick Fury. Nick Fury thing. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think, John? Did you like Coulson? I thought he was fine. Yeah, it's good to see Coulson back again. Um, I don't get a chance to watch Agents of Shield. I mm -hmm. rarely get a chance to watch a lot of the genre TV shows. Yeah. Because, well, don't have a whole lot more time. I'm, as you guys see, I mostly just binge Mystery Science Theater. <laughs> That's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, I thought he was fine. He did fine. It was good seeing him again. And yeah, like, as we see Nick Fury as the kind of the fresh agent, you see Coulson as a rookie. And yeah, it's just, it, it, it all makes sense, you know? That's cool. All right. So let's, uh, let's dive into the, the hero, hero concept. Um, was it too much? Was it too much? Maybe on the the, the female, the whole um, uh, was it strong female character side, or was it non-existent? Um, what do you think, John? I thought everything uh, was a good balance because that's the thing is they didn't make an issue out of her gender. They just mm -hmm. made her a character and just based it around that. That's honestly what makes mm -hmm. an amazing female action hero. It's what made Ripley a badass action hero. It's what made uh, well. Sarah Connor couldn't help but be a mother, but it didn't matter. She was still a badass. Right. So, and that's what I think makes female action heroes amazing is they don't just say, oh, I'm a girl, but I still do this. It's like they don't draw attention to their gender about it. So, right. That's a good that's, point. That's exactly what this movie did, and they did it very well. They just they do bring up, hey, she is a woman, but oh well. <laughs> it's like yeah. that's there's that's not the center focus of the film i didn't think i thought it was also non-existent i thought it was balanced there, there were hints of it but it wasn't in your face it wasn't over the top and i didn't really even notice it um i the only thing they broke one of the rules i have when he goes to gender changing as a character and the only reason i know this is i'm not a comic book guy i'm an mcu fan everything i know about marvel minus maybe spider-man is what we what they put in these movies um, but researching for the podcast, you know, I found out that Marvel, the original Captain Marvel, was a guy, and then they changed it to a female for this. So that is kind of breaking one of my rules because I'm always, I feel like if you change the character, you're taking away from the original character. That you're, 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 you're taking an injustice to the original character. If you want to create a new character, that's fine. Which is kind of like, you know, what they did in the comics where they created Brie Larson. Uh, but still, or not Brie Larson, but. Um, Carol Danvers. I'm oh, mm -hmm. sorry. But so other than that, they broke that one rule, but I didn't know that. And again, I'm not a comic book fan. Had I been a comic book fan, it might have bothered me a little bit going in. But again, it wasn't over the top and it certainly wasn't in your face. I, I didn't think so. What do you think, Brian? Um, the movie itself, I don't think um, did anything over the top, like girl power. Like, you know what I mean? Like, didn't yeah. throw anything that you said, didn't throw in your face. Yeah. Um, there was none of that. I think a uh, majority of the. The, like the social justice the stuff. outrage and everything it all came from like critics you know acc acclaiming it before it even came out 
because it was a it was a female thing. And they're like, oh, it's gonna be great because it's showing how how strong females are and everything else, yeah. and and all this and that. And like it was just it was it just felt pushed. Like it was like ahead of time. Yeah, and like yeah. It's, instead of, hey, this movie is great. This movie is a good movie. Yeah, you know, and and it has. It just happens to have. Yeah. yeah. Well. And Critics it's, don't really give anything out until they have actually well, are allowed the, to release anything. It's, it was more of just, if anything, like the responses online of audience, like if you see on Rotten Tomatoes, and frankly, they're smart for doing it by having by shutting down the review section from people that clearly have not seen the movie because if they look at it, it's like we haven't released it. There's no way you can downvote something well, I, that's not out. I think what Brian's saying, he may have used the word critics, but I think what he's talking, he's talking about the media and the, yeah, the, yeah. the, the, like push, saying, the actual, PR push ahead critics. of it. Yeah, so it, was, yeah. it was definitely, and it comes coming from everywhere. Well, it wasn't just specific, like, just like, you know, New York Times critic or whatever. It was just it was just all over, all across the board with, you know, this is great, it's showing women power and everything else. And then Brie Larson came out with her... Nobody on my nobody on my press bracket is going to be a white male. That I will you know, correct because and, that was not and, and that was just, not from this. That was actually from a uh, something she did for a wrinkle in time. Oh, okay, because it definitely Cause, came out for this. That's what they said. Well, no, they, they, well that's what yeah, happened. I read the same thing. People saying online, like if you go back and look at it, they'll find video and they'll find audio of it. Yeah, it existed. Yeah, a whole year before this movie came out, when people were talking to her about because she was trying to talk about diversity and criticism, and mm -hmm. she said. Okay, uh, A Wrinkle in Time is about a young African-American female. I don't, it's like, frankly, whatever a 40-year-old white guy says about it, fine. I can hear it from a bunch of other people. I'd rather hear about what it meant to other people. Mm -hmm. So that's what she said. And, and somehow, and again, this is what is why I always take what I read online with a grain of salt is because they actually, like, they brought up her old thing and tried to, sit, tried to twist it around for this. I was like... No, guys, this is really false outrage. <laughs> well, and, and again, you know, it's it's there. It it is out there. There is a PR push, and there is two sides to every story. But I I I, I know where Brian's coming from. Well, there I are also the people that try to say they were physically assaulted outside the opening well, weekend of Black Panther. Yes, yes, there are, and they are being properly dealt with. Let's hope so. Uh, yeah. Um. All right. So moving on. Uh, let's talk about the uh, one of the things I really liked uh, was the tie-ins to the other movies. The uh, the Avengers on uh, on her uh, on, what's her call sign? Her call sign was her Avenger. Sign, yeah. He ends up using that in the the extra credit scene as the Avengers Initiative. He uses that because he sees that in the picture. Um, that's just one example. We had the Tesseract. We had Milton. We had what? <laughs> we had uh, Milton with his hammer. Yes, yes, we had Milton with the hammer, <laughs> aka Ronan, um, which was cool to see once I once they revealed the Kree were indeed bad guys. I was like, aha, there it is, and there's the connection, and it's it, you know, and that's again we were talking about earlier how we I was like, whoa, you know, he reports to the AI at least in this point in the timeline. So um, a lot of tie-ins, and it kind of reveals, and it it, it kind of makes it you want to know more he kind of drug me into the story and now i kind of want to know a little bit more about backstory between the kree and the scroll because of these little tie-ins mm -hmm. and, and whatnot uh what um let's talk about uh the tesseract for a minute so <laughs> um that's a big one um yeah because for me when i when i saw the i as soon as they showed the tesseract on the tv uh, on the screen i was like oh shit and i literally said that out loud i said oh shit <laughs> like what the hell um because you know the last time we saw it and i had to really think hard and i'm like god that was okay captain america first avenger yeah because we sat here we had like a whole like like we had to remember the ending of first avenger yeah. to try to and place the, the tesseract and the way i remember it was completely different than you did because i was like i'm pretty sure that went down on the plane with captain america but you said it and i think brian you said it came oh, out of the plane yeah. and john you were kind of agreeing yeah, with him yeah john john had mentioned that it it burned through the hole in the bottom of the plane when mm -hmm. right after um red skull got taken up okay yeah it, it fell to the ground and then fell through the plane so and the fell plane out into as, the as, ocean yeah. okay i mean yeah i think that's right because so. yeah i mean and then well the biggest thing we were trying to figure out was what happened to it after then it's like oh was the tesseract near captain america when they went down like oh wait no there was a whole scene in which there was a submarine that uh, Tony Stark was looking for. And yeah, Tony Stark's dad, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so there was like this, you know, okay, so he had it in the 40s or 50s or something like that. So how so does it, yeah, so how did it get from there? So we have 40 years of a gap. To, right. Or 30, or maybe even 20 years to where, 
Marvel oh. finds it and starts well, experimenting which, which with it. Which is really weird because it was with Shield. Yeah. Yeah. It was with the original parts of Shield. And well, then, they that was in a no. Well, yes, yes, yes. yes yeah, you're yeah. right. But in that timeline, I keep going back to yeah. the church. Yeah, no. Is it was with the back. original part of the shield, but then somehow makes it into the Air Force as a power source with Marvel. Well, yeah, shield. It's, it's that whole jumping. Of well, it goes Tony from Stark's dad getting it to yeah, Marvel experimenting with it. It's like, whoa, 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 okay, we we need we we skipped a few steps here, people. Oh yeah, we definitely did because you're right. We go from Tony Stark's dad. Project Pegasus under Marvel, mm -hmm. and then it goes from Marvel to Shield. Yeah, somehow. Well, I think we well, know how it gets there. Well, like, <laughs> so we'll was, talk about but, the end. But with Tony Stark, it was Tony Stark with but the beginning of Shield. Not only that, but right? isn't there a scene where they open up the box and you see the Tesseract? They tease that before we even see Captain America. Isn't that? Doesn't that show? Isn't that a, a, a post-credit scene? I I thought that they because it's in a box and they open it up and there it is. Yes, you're and right. That's how they, Shield I, gets. I, it. I, yeah. I thought they got both of them. Like I thought it was, we found this here. We found Captain America because it was like mm -hmm. there was a search area. Because that was one of the questions I had. Why didn't Marvel find Captain America then? But obviously there well, were two actually, separate what places. It was, it was it was an end credit scene from Thor. Now that I think about it, because it's when they're handing it to somebody. And then one of the agents sees it, and you see in a reflection that it's Loki looking at it, going, "Oh, Tesseract." Yeah, he's he's, he's like in that different dimension, but he's, yeah. he says the they open up the box and it's the Tesseract. So we need to figure out how it got from Project Pegasus, Project Pegasus to that box to there. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's a lot of like jumps in between. The question I had was, is the Tesseract actually like in the comics the source? It's of, the Power Stone. Is I mean, no, but is it the source of Captain Marvel's powers? Yes, I mean, yes, is it? yes, and that's. And that's that. Uh, that's gonna hold off on that. We're gonna get to that to the very end of the podcast. Okay. Um, but yes, yes. To answer your question, yes. So okay. So because the, the most I know from Captain Marvel was, like, the first research I did before the movie was, well, before that, knowing what I knew about Rogue, and when I saw the uh, the death battle match between uh, Captain Marvel and Android eighteen. Android eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> well, because both of them are known for like drawing in large, yeah, drawing in large amounts of power, power. and being yeah. able to disperse it. So, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about. Uh, let's move on from the Tesseract for the time being. Time out on that, and let's uh, the other tie-ins. I think we already talked about this. The Korath, the Punisher. That was the black guy with mm -hmm. the, and we talked about that tie-in. Um, the Avengers call sign, but the other one um, was mm. the uh, Proton. So photon, apparently, photon. Yeah. yeah, I keep saying proton. Sorry, I even like updated. Yeah. <laughs> and, and her brother Jimmy, neutron, <laughs> neutron. <laughs> Where's the electron at? Jimmy neutron. Um, but yeah. Uh, so photon uh, apparently, and I, I went and looked up stuff. You looked up some stuff, mm -hmm. John. I looked up a video. I did not YouTube. look up anything. <laughs> Brian didn't do jack shit. And uh, I just talked about the movie. So you got an incomplete on your homework. Yeah, I did not. I did not get on the Google or go on the line. That's, that's right. I, that's right. But yeah, the I spent like 30 minutes on Wikipedia to make myself sound smarter. <laughs> Worst podcast ever. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, we did a little research, and it turns out that the little girl, at least in the comics, Rambo's daughter, because uh, I kept going back to her and saying, I'm going to do this when I get older. I'm going to build ships. I'm going to shine. Apparently, she you know, does. She yeah, does. She, she uh, becomes inherits... Photon. She becomes the leader of the Avengers at some point. Yeah, she inherits, I guess... Some of Captain Marvel's power somehow, some way, some shape, some form. We don't know. She's like uh, one of the young. Uh, and I know there's comic book fans screaming at us right now, going, "You stupid son of a bitch!" That's not how it happened. Um, let she us know. She gets it from her jacket. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Rogue's jacket now. <laughs> so I love that meme going around where it's like the old lady. It's like you see her, you see the old lady, mm -hmm. and then you, you just see the thing her punching the old lady in the middle line. It's like I can't wait till you meet Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so she becomes photon and they used and, and in rambo's uh her call sign was photon, photon yeah. so it's kind of cool yeah there's a lot of really cool tie-ins um in uh and in references in there and um but uh the other, one of the other things i think brian you know you want to talk about this especially the uh the kree tech in the suit you know when she's changing she says i can't wear the kree colors anymore and she gives she yeah, starts pushing on her wrist computer. Yeah, and so it just kind of like our arm computer. So what, it just kind of struck me as odd that she's like, I can't, I can't do these colors anymore, and she and she like opens up her little thing and she hits a button and then goes here, change me, and like the girl just all of a sudden magically just starts 
moving her fingers and like they change colors and then yeah. they're like no and then they they changed the neon one which was a throwback to one of the earliest issues of Captain Marvel. Yeah. They wanted to throw it in there. You know, at least and, they didn't put the giant yellow lightning bolt across yeah. her. <laughs> black lightning. Yeah. Yeah. The black suit. And then they eventually come to the colors that everybody knows is Captain Marvel. Because right. everybody is like, why is she green? Oh my God. Like when the, when yeah, the sneak peeks were coming out, they're yeah. like, everybody's like, why is she wearing green? Oh, they're gonna change it in post. And like, change it in post. Like, like, post. I'll change you in post. <laughs> like, and that's not what it ended up being. Um, but it just kind of struck me as like, why would a little girl yeah. know how to change it? And then you brought up, well, maybe it was just simply one of those color wheels, color wheel type like things where she, she just computer. played on the, you know, yeah. just taking taking colors. But it just seemed like a bit of a stretch to me. Like I was like, it was. I'm gonna bring back my old joke there, where I, I I would love like just some smart ass out there right now. If when you get a hold of a movie, just insert like the uh, the predator sound effects when his thing's about to go off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Beep, beep, it's like beep. that was not the right button there. Yeah. Sorry. You are one ugly mother. And it just blows up and then end credits. <laughs> you are one ugly mother flirking. <laughs> flirking mother flirking. <laughs> Uh, all right, still a better Predator movie than the last one. <laughs> and I'm a, I, I'm a sucker for music, and obviously I, I like some. We've already had one example where the music didn't work, um, and there were other cases where it did. But I did like the feel. I did like being taken back to the '90s. Um, that's my my glory days, my high school days, my grunge oh, days, my speak, flannel days. Speaking of '90s and throwback, uh, the video store person to me took one look at that wall and I about had a fucking heart attack on that theater <laughs> what, because I was oh. like how the hell are you putting family films next to action films next to horror films and they're not even in alphabetical order yeah because it was just because it was recognizable without actually exactly they just like, put like all the boxes yeah, there to say VHS and I was, I was, I was like huh I'm sitting there going that's that weird. movie's not yeah. even out yet that's a weird one <laughs> I this field of dreams and it's this and this and it's like oh okay I recognize all those all I mean, those box covers I mean, from yeah. the, the VHS is like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get the irony. She's picking up the right stuff because, yeah, you know, she, it's yeah, an astronaut cool. picking up the cool. books. Like, that was kind of cool. But she puts it down and, like, Hook is, like, the shelf below. Like, yeah. who alphabetized this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Worst Hook, 90s Hook, reference ever. Uh, Dirty Rotten <laughs> Scoundrels. <laughs> and what was some of the other ones? Like, I was like, I was yeah, like... I was like Okay. It was like Bipolar Day in Blockbuster. Well, yeah. Honestly, guys, they probably had a hard time finding it. Was always Come like, on, I mean, your last Marvel movie, movie won for set design. Come yeah. on. It was, it, was, it was pretty funny. Although, I, you know, what the I didn't... set dresser just what didn't, I didn't care. Shit. The, other thing, I was, the other thing I didn't really like was the... Uh, she walks up to the to the, secure, the, like the security guard or whatever and goes, where can I get communication stuff or whatever? Yeah. And then he points to Radio Shack. Shack yeah. Because Radio Shack. But it didn't show her going into Radio Shack and getting stuff. Yeah, which it would just, be cool. Do, yes. you, do you want your Johnny Five Short Circuit 2 montage yes. of her, like, solder? I all did. Like, I really, wanted her to, I really wanted to walk into the Radio Shack well, and there's see, your like, soundtrack moment. Like, like, see all the different, like, because, you know, back in the day when we used to rig our um, surround sound system with, with speaker wire, you know, like, yeah, we I want to know the full capability of my S video output. Yeah, hey, <laughs> if I can push a direct TV signal uh, through speaker, speaker wire, wire like we can do like, anything. Yeah, I mean, like it was it was fun, like doing that kind of stuff. And you walk in, you have the the conversation. You're like, okay, I need a male adapter and a female adapter. I need an S. I need a you know, I need, I need, a, I need, a, I need a, the three way splitter to send it. It was like uh, that was like the cool stuff to walk into. I would have much rather seen that than the misalphabetized blockbuster video well, covers. To, to be fair, I think they paced that fine. That was just like a background theme that threw me off. I think if they actually had a moment of her like just going through the shelf individually and finding all this stuff, I'd be like, did we just really watch somebody's shopping list for about three minutes? Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, but for us, for me and Brian, it would have been like, oh. Well, yeah, that's what that, that was my story. I was like, here's my paycheck, here's my money. Then yeah. that's what deleted scenes are for. Yeah. It's like, uh, no, no, <laughs> this puts out a wireless signal. Shut up. No, shut the fuck up. Are you kidding me? A wireless <laughs> signal. Wireless, okay, yeah, so the wireless signal in the 90s was really a, a big thing. That was yeah. a huge you thing. You could not get that at Radio Shack because it was all about the wires there. And let me tell you, <laughs> when how many times out. I had to try to find a high shelf to put the transmitter he's, he's, on. He's like, no, no, you have to have this pyramid here. And, this connects, and it connects to the other pyramid. <laughs> this pyramid appears to this pyramid, so the signal goes bing, bang, A, B, C, D, and then yes. X, Y, Z, and boom. <laughs> so for anybody tuning in right now, we are literally showing off our age and yeah. showing off actually, our I, wish, I tell you what, I wish we actually had... We're little trolls are like... <laughs> I wish we had the schematics written on our, our, our notebook paper of how to connect the wires to make the sound work and what we needed the splitters for. 
That's we, what Ethan Hawke's dreams and explorers were about. Since we had that, we had all those kind of stuff. It was but, so great. But boys, look what it's led us to. Look around. Heck see, yeah. See? Heck we, yeah. We, We've graduated. <laughs> I want right. to kick my own ass from the yeah. '90s. All right, back to the, <laughs> back to what worked. Just, what the didn't '90s work. just yeah. depressed me back again. Tie-ins, 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 tie-ins. Um, actually, this is what this is actually probably more of what worked didn't work. Did anybody else? I know you guys probably liked it. I think you even said you liked it. I did not like the cat scratching his eye, and that's what takes out his eye. You know what? You know, you're right at the beginning, he gets a cut right here, and you're like, oh, that's it, that's going to do it. No, that's it's a fucking cat crap. scratch out of well, all the things. Well, yeah, because they kept, pl- kept playing with it. It was like, it was like, oh, he's got hit in the face. That's good. No, that wasn't it. Oh, he just got to- No, that's not it. And then at the very close to the end, and it's like, whoosh, and he's like, ah, that'll be fine. It's just a cat scratch. And it keeps, and, keeps and, getting bigger. And, 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 the, and the guy, and then like, just like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? Honestly, I did not that, like it. That, I was like, oh. made, that made the most sense to me because, again, like I said, of any of us guys, if we were to get a scar, something visible, like we want to make the backstory for it as badass as possible. You know, we're gonna make it the most epic thing you've ever heard. We are not gonna tell him the truth that it was a cat. <laughs> you know, that know. is unless, honestly the truth. Knowing Nick Fury, unless you're one of our friends, a... and then you're like, so I shut my finger in the Saturn. <laughs> that's where I got my. Oh, poor Bert. He's not oh, here to defend himself. The, the, the unspoken uh, of Midwest guy. He's he's like the fifth Beatle. He really is. Fifth, yeah, I was, God, uh, I was about to say that. But we miss him. We miss him. We, we do miss him. We do miss him. We miss him waiting in line, and we miss his trains. And yeah, his trains and his lines and his and... Darth Darth Jar Jar Abrams, and yeah, yeah. But you are miss Bert. You are. All right. Um, everything is mixed. <laughs> Before going in, all the reviews are mixed of everything. All right, let's talk about the end credit scenes. Are they worth staying for? I say a hell yes. What do you guys say? No. Well, Not even a little half, bit. Half okay, half. okay. We did, we did have yeah, a good discussion yeah, about so that. Yeah, so we said they needed to be reversed. Like, so the yeah. first one, the mid the mid one that you first see needed to the be cat. The, cat, the cat throwing off the Tesseract. And then the end one should have been that's where the, we get the, the Tesseract. Tie, yeah, should have been the tie-in to Endgame. Which, again, to answer your question, that's how S.H.I.E.L.D. gets the Tesseract, is because the cat throwing it up right up there on the desk. Throwing his desk, but, okay. Like, but, yeah, right. So. But the... But that's the middle... Like you said, that's a mid-credits scene. That's, that, not, that's, the, that's the not the final. Like, so, like, when we waited for the whole time, all the way to the end, and you see the desk, you're like, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And then the cat comes up and goes... And just throws it up, like... Mm-hmm. And then it ends, you're like, really? That's what we waited the whole time for? Like, it needed to be reversed... Well, so that, well, because like so that the, the ties into Endgame. Because I, the middle scene you saw was a scene from Endgame where, you know, they're sending the signal out. Oh, we are, let's try it again. And she shows up as this big moment. You're like, yes, what's gonna happen? And we're like, something bigger. It's, it's yes. what my cat just did last night. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I think they they were going for. They're going for the laugh. I found it funny. I mean, it was definitely funny. I'll but, say that. But I think they're going for that because. I don't know about you guys, but from the minute... So you come off of Captain, the end of Captain Marvel, you're feeling kind of high. Mm-hmm. And then they go to the end credit scene, and all of a sudden you see 3.2, and the, the damn counter keeps going up and up and missing. And then I'm like, oh my god, I'm right back to being depressed at the end of Infinity War. So I think that's why they put the, the cat at the end as a little up, you know, little Possibly, lift, lift me that. back up. Because I got depressed pretty quick. I was like, fuck, here we are well, again. I had, there were several yeah. people in the theater when I went and saw it. And yeah. like, we waited for this... I can response. see, I can understand yeah. that. And then you got somebody in the you back. Know fine. If, if 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 that's the response, then I yeah. like it more now. Yeah, because guy, fuck those guys. There was a guy. In the, there was a guy in the back. There was a guy in the back who sat in the the luxury suites or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy and, too. And, and he, he didn't like. Yeah, yeah. He was. He was. He was like. Eh. I gave it a five. <laughs> really? <laughs> and it was so funny. Was it about the scene or the movie? The movie. Okay. Wow. It was so funny, and I was like. <laughs> you know, you could just tell he was one of those guys. Sure it wasn't was, Birch? Yeah. Was it Birch? <laughs> yeah. Meh. meh. It gets a solid meh. My highest meh yet. Yeah. It was a mixed review. But yeah, I I, I, I have seen it on Firestick first. Right. And then I saw it on, in the in theater. Because the I was like, well, I want to see it in the theater because I want to see the special effects and everything else mm-hmm. and see if there's a difference. And it, there was not. Mm-hmm. For me, it wasn't anyway. Okay. Nothing, nothing like just stood out like, Wow, I'm so glad I went and saw this in the theater. I was supposed to, but 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 the but the waiting around for the so I even had to wait even longer for the end credit scenes yeah. because I had to wait through the movie twice. Yeah, to see the end credit scenes, and I got it. I was like, I was like, okay, yeah, that was good. You know, like 
Yeah. She showed up. Showed All right, up. cool. Yeah, That's yeah. cool. And then wait till that. I'm like, really? <laughs> I just thought. It you was know, for that for that matter alone, I'm just gonna say, you know, I'm gonna bump that up a little higher. I like yeah. that because it made him go really. Yeah. I was like, really? It's like, ha! Yeah. <laughs> you wanted more. Yeah. No. No. It was like, <laughs> yeah. That was no. You know, that would actually be something I'd do if I made a movie. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Give me two hundred sure. million dollars. Give me everybody's be, expectations. Be sure to stay I'm tuned for the end credits. Yeah. No, what it is is, it's a dog shitting on a glass mirror. Like, the fuck are you talking about? Wow. Where do you spend your nights? Yeah. It's the end credits scene. You know what it's gonna be? It's gonna be a glass table, an overhead view. Oh, and all no. of a sudden, all you see is the cat just laying down no. on it. No. And just, just, just laying down. No, just, no, it'll just, be a cup and two girls. Yeah. <laughs> you that no, far? It's just a cat no. on a glass two, table, you two, freak. Two, <laughs> two pups and a cup. Two pups and a cup. Oh. oh my. All right, all right. We're, we're, it's a slippery There's slope. There's a reason you guys now. don't get a budget. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, we're gonna go to quick fire questions. And all right, good. I believe these are gonna be so quick fire, I only put three on there. So um, okay. that gives you some idea. So. Waiting for it. Here we go. Here come, we're gonna go back to the Tesseract for a minute. First question. What? Cat. We, this involves the Tesseract. Trust me. It does. Yes. Huh? So Captain Marvel's powers versus Thanos. What impact will she have overall in Endgame? And John and Brian will let you guys go first, and then well, I've got my dissertation. My power, let me break out my PowerPoint here for this uh, quick fire discussion. <laughs> well, you can see from her eyes. Well, that now she's... if you go into the history back here, let me pull up my volumes of history. I have um, my I have my dissertation ready, so go okay. ahead, fellas. Uh, you go first, then I'll go second. You go third. Okay. Uh, all I know is in the comics, Captain Marvel is known for being stronger than Thanos, so she actually can fist fight him to where he looks weaker. So. And I believe that. So okay. All right. Okay, so I believe that that's probably in the in the comics. However, um, she was powered by one of the Infinity Stones, and he has all the Infinity Stones, so I think it's. She will be more powerful than a bunch of the Avengers would have been, mm -hmm. but I do not think that she, like it won't be like a she can beat him by himself kind of thing. It's got to be a she's part of the team because that is something's like well she'll be like the quarterback and everybody else is just like the side. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. it was just one of those like I was because I, I thought about it too because I was like it's like if she got the if she got her powers from this engine okay this engine mm -hmm. before we knew it was going to be a tesseract we, we, we she got it from this engine I'm like. Okay, yeah. so this engine could have been so powerful that it's going to be mm -hmm. Thanos, and they're like, it's the power from the Tesseract, and you're like, whoa, yes. wait a minute. Right. What? Well, the other thing, too, is her ability is that, she, like I was mentioning earlier, she absorbs everything that's thrown out at her. Mm. So because, wasn't could... Loki, because wasn't Loki's... What was Loki's scepter? Uh, that was the Soul Stone. Or not the Soul Stone, no, the um, uh... Heart... Not the Heart Stone. Not the fucking... Um, <laughs> it's the one that ends up in Vision. Um... The mind stone? mind stone. Mind stone, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So his was the mind stone, mm -hmm. and that really didn't do shit either. Well, you know what I mean? Like as far as there for the snap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but it's like, but he's gonna have all the right, and that's part of my. That's where my point is. So, okay. So Captain Marvel is is powered from from the the one of the stones. warp core reactor light speed engine. Which is from, and originally gets its power from the Tesseract. So even if the engine amplifies that power, she is still only one-fifth as powerful as Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet on. That's the key right there. By himself, before he got his hands on any of the Infinity Stones, yes, that's why she's not in the first movie, because she would have kicked his ass. So essentially we're going by Sauron logic here? Yes, we are. Because <laughs> but the power of the gauntlet could not be undone. Well, well, if you've got six Infinity Stones, and her power, even if it's amplified to two Infinity Stone level, he's still got four more Infinity Stones worth of power one than she does. I, yeah, speaking of death battle, one thing I will bring up is they've proven that even with the Infinity Gauntlet, Thanos still isn't as powerful as Darkseid. Yeah, because it only works in his universe. And exactly. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's so who knows? Maybe maybe that could be the secret of going to the Ant Man or what was that? What was the Ant Man and Wasp dimension that they the Quantum Realm? The Quantum Realm. Maybe that's the secret is pulling him into the Quantum Realm negates his powers. It could be. That may be one way they do it. But and then the other thing you got to think of if she got her powers from the Infinity Stone from the Power Stone, there's nothing to say that Thanos can't take them back with the, the same stone it, it, it could go we'll two see. ways I you know I don't know but we haven't seen him really use it as a sponge yet so you know it's 
We don't know which way it's going to go. Is she going to... Do we want her to kick his ass? Absolutely, I want her to kick his ass because he's the most hated villain in a long time because of the way they played up the movie. They did a great job. Um, but I don't think she's not... She's not the key that a lot of people are like, oh, this is it. She's the one. She's the whole reason that... that, that no. So it's, when we review Endgame, it turns out she was the key. Um, do we get to bring that then, up? <laughs> then, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll eat my hat. But, you know... But, I'll you break a Star Wars toy. No. <laughs> never. <laughs> Never sacrilege. <laughs> Never. It's like I will push one over. Uh, <laughs> oh God! That's as onto far a, as you get onto a pillow. <laughs> Even then, he'll still, still. I will accidentally drop it this far. He will treat it like Thanos treated Gamora. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> quick fire discussion. Okay. Quick fire number two. Not so quick fire. When Marvel retrieves the Tesseract from the flying flying wing, Captain, we kind of talked about this already. Captain America goes down over the Arctic. Why doesn't she save him? She well, know. She apparently, we've also come to the conclusion, I think, here that he's in two different spots. That he's in one spot and yep. the Tesseract was in another. Right, but she didn't retrieve it. I thought it was Tony Stark. Yeah, so she just so, kind of somehow got it from Tony Stark. So, so the Tony question Stark. is now evolved: How does she get it from Tony Stark's dad? That we need an answer about Marvel. Yeah, maybe would have maybe we would have found that out on uh, Agent Carter. Agent Carter, <laughs> oh, yeah. But they canceled <laughs> Again, another season two. That was a, that was a pretty good show. Yeah, I thought it was. Too. It was a good fill-in show anyway, a mid-season yeah. show. Yeah. Um, all right, last quick fire question: Will there be a Captain Marvel two? Yes. Right. How is it not a yes? Like it's, yeah. yeah. Like every every Marvel movie has gotten a sequel or announced. A I, I I would be you more. You don't surprised. see her dying in Endgame. No. 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 Well, okay. okay. So even if she dies in Endgame, yeah, we can still do what she did between the time she took the skull the scrolls oh. and the time she came back from. Mm -hmm. But Lightspeed is relevant, so that may only be like a week. But you could do a movie on it. I but guess. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you could, like and you could put your 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 fight on the Kree home world or. You know, you could do all that kind of stuff inside that time frame, and maybe that's why. Maybe when we see when we, when we see Ronan, and they're kind of like on that like floating half planet rock thing. Yeah. Like maybe the reason why we see that is because they're just done with that fight with Ronan, and that's why Ronan was going to Thanos yeah. for help. It's possible. Could be done. At this point, I'd be more surprised if uh, the MCU did not make a sequel to anything they have. Yeah. That yeah. would actually be something like, oh, wow, you guys just did this as a one and done. Good for you all. Although I will say one thing. They've gotten <clears throat> so big and so good, the only thing that can kill the MCU is the MCU. So, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I think the only thing that can kill the MCU over time actually is time. It's just everybody just saying, you know, we've had these for so long now. <laughs> but they're really paying off. I mean, look at what we're we're... Where right. we're at right now. Well, I mean, yeah. we're at the pinnacle of one big giant story arc. At the, uh, right, but he, here's the other thing. The conclusion, is, I should say. If, if at the end of Endgame, we lose Captain America, mm -hmm. Iron Man, yeah. Thor, mm -hmm. and we, and you know, well, we're going to get Black Widow movie, single movie, but we don't know when it's going to be based. Oh, but, the Hulk's gone too. I heard yeah, it ever follows, yeah. not returning after this. Yeah, so like we're losing all these people. The original Avengers, yeah. Supposedly. Will we care about the MCU? Well, they may be back because now they're talking about an uh, Avengers versus X Men movie. That's the yeah, new rumor. I mean, okay. So, I mean, so. I, but, will, but will they recast them? I don't know. Just, just, just because they're gonna, will they recast them so they can recast the X Men? Well, they, so it's so they can do a whole new spinoff and sign them, sign all these no name people to a small contract with a lot of movies. That way, they're like, you know what? I don't think you they've, can reboot the MCU at this point. They've, anyway. they've, they've got too much invested right now. You know what? They recast James Bond how many times now? Yeah. They yeah. Can do it. Well, yeah, recasting is like fine, said, but like rebooting. I said, like I said, any any. No, no, they have they haven't made enough reset uh, like any, missteps that have angered fans yeah, enough like, to merit a reboot. Any any actor can step into any role. Mm -hmm. Just it, you know, some are better than others, but anybody can step into a role and say, yeah, you know, go ahead and do your do your best impersonation of James Bond. You mm. know, like, go ahead and do your best Wolverine. Right. I know, you know, it didn't work out for Timothy Dalton for two movies. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, they're gonna, they're gonna be able to pull it off. Maybe not as well as, like, Sean Connery or, you know. What but, about the rabid, uh, rabid George Lazenby fans out there? <laughs> but they'll be able to, they'll be able to, like, I bet they, I bet they will at some point just say, this isn't a different universe. Here's the new 
here's the new Thor, here's the new... Yeah, they could. Know, they could do that with a, any of the Infinity... Well, the, the what is it? The Dimension Stone or not? Whatever it is. Reality Stone, I guess. Um, yeah, like, I, and I, and the I, multiverse. And I can't yeah, say can that I'll be So, so they're going to go to the Spider-Verse. You know what I mean? Like, I really like... I really like these guys who are playing these yeah. characters. So it's, it's like it's gonna be hard to try to see somebody else step in. To... Sure. Yeah, you'd have to re, you'd have to build it back up slowly again yeah. if you did. Um, one quick thought and one last uh, impromptu uh, uh, quick fire question: Do you think we're gonna see uh, Photon in Endgame, or at least the appearance of the girl in that movie? Because time has now mm. passed since the '90s. The little girl is now grown up. By the time we get that's, to Endgame. And that's the other funny thing, too. She's supposed to be part of the Young Avengers. So... They are talking about doing that movie, too, I've heard. Yeah, then I think once that kicks in is when we're going to find out more about the other... I just wonder if she'll make an appearance, though. Because... I would say no. Not <clears throat> in this movie? Yeah, not, not this Not one. enough time? Not it's a three-hour and two-minute movie, they're saying. Yeah, there's so a we, lot to so wrap did, up. So does she get the two minutes? Well, she just show up. She'll have know. an end credit scene. Yeah. An end scene, an end scene where, she's, yeah. where she's in the bathroom throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. All right, guys. So uh, we have come to the end of our podcast. But before we go, uh, and before we give our final grades, real quick, where can you find for Midwest guys all the rest of our stuff? The best place to go, the one-stop shop, is www.number4midwestguys.com. On there is ever all of our podcasts are on there. They're on there chronologically. They're on there categorically. This one will be under Marvel reviews under categories uh when you, if you click on the links at the top everything's there your one-stop shop but other places to follow us of course is facebook.com slash fort midwest guys you can get us on stardust as well as a twitter at four midwest guys uh we're on instagram instagram's kind of like our little behind the scenes stuff uh i haven't posted some stuff in a while but i'll try to post some stuff but you get a little behind the scenes actions of what goes on to our podcast how we do it little things like that is all posted on there and that is actually for underscore midwest underscore guys and of course you can email us as well at for midwest guys at gmail.com so those are lots of ways uh you can definitely uh get in touch with us so all right guys let's wrap this up uh real quick uh john final thought final grade on captain marvel uh bb plus um, I thought it was fun. There were some parts <clears throat> tonally felt a little Im imbalanced, but mm -hmm. overall it was it was a good fun movie. And mm -hmm. again, something that you know, if I got you know, for those of us that have daughters, it's something we want our daughters to see. It's yeah, know, not a bad iconic movie to look up to. Yeah, Brian. Uh, C, C, C minus. Really? Okay. Um, yeah, I, I just didn't care for the movie all that much. I mean, it, was, it was okay to watch, watch mm -hmm. the tie-ins yeah. and, you know, get a little bit of a backstory before we see her in Endgame. Mm -hmm. um, I went with my daughter and she even didn't like it. Really? Yeah. She, mm -hmm. uh, she didn't care for it. I was like, okay. She's like, it was just, it was just dumb. She, her, so I remind her she said the same thing about Wally. Her, 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 her <laughs> response was where, you know, she goes, she wants a Black Widow movie. Bad, yeah. Like yeah. She, she's. I want a Black Widow movie. She didn't want a. She wanted a Black Widow movie. Now, see, because honestly, that's the problem. The MCU's dropped the ball on that. Yeah, they're finally doing it. But they've dropped the ball at this they, point. It they, should have been they, like yeah, seven they, years and ago. They, and they yeah. said that. Um, I think they said the villains remember to be Taskmaster. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Um, but again, this should have happened like at least five or seven years ago. Oh yeah, and and yeah. and so and Caitlin was just like. Mm. But it might, that might be an age thing because I took Gabby and Gabby loved it. That's yeah. like her favorite superhero right now. Well, that's, you know, in the MCU. But it, that's yeah. probably an age thing. And I can see where your daughter being, she's twelve, right? She's thirteen. Thirteen. So and, wow. So I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring up a quote so. from uh, how it should have ended for the Avengers: Infinity War. And my daughter loves to quote it. She's a teenager. She doesn't care about anything. Well, no, <laughs> she's, she's, she's talking about Groot. She's thirteen, so I can definitely see why she'd want a more grittier, hard action well, Black Widow movie. Well, it's not even this. That is that she's she's grown up with black widow black, oh, yeah, you know true. She, she, from iron man too yeah on, so yeah. she's been there for all of these other movies and she's seen them all and then now she just gets this new marvel i mean she she didn't say it was horrible mm -hmm. she goes it wasn't all that like she goes then she had basically the same thing like mm -hmm. it wasn't the best movie ever it wasn't the right. worst it was you know mid mid to low range but she goes i wanted a black widow movie Honestly, I mean that's that's a lot of our '90s blockbusters too. So I think yeah. that fits. That's an appropriate assumption. It's like it wasn't great, but it wasn't 
bad. It was yeah. uh, Waterworld. And, and that's it. <laughs> it fits with my grade. I'd give it a solid B. Um, again, I like the tie-ins. I like the nostalgia. I like, um, you know, there were things that didn't work. Like, I didn't like the Nick Fury. I didn't, you know, there were some misfires on some of the music. Um, so it was, it wasn't wasn't the worst it wasn't in the low tier either and it wasn't the best in the high tier it's pretty much middle of the road so i'm just gonna call it overall good you know yeah so nice solid b all right well john i want to thank you for joining us it's a pleasure glad i was able to be back for welcome this one. welcome back and uh we wish stephanie well full recovery yes, yes. she's uh, uh having issues there and yes, uh she's uh, we wish her well and get back to visiting my wife in the hospital who graciously said yes go out Go do this. Have fun. And we thank you, Stephanie, for that. Uh, and do get better quickly. Uh, and Brian, as always, thanks for joining us. Pleasure being here, man. Absolutely. And this is B. Willie saying thanks for joining us. And we will see you next time. And uh, we'll see you hopefully for Endgame. So see you. See you later.